Welcome into the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com as we start the final week of the fall meet with a Wednesday card. Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. Right off the top, let us remind you there is no turf pick three on the Wednesday card because only two turf races are scheduled. But it'll be back on Thursday for the Thursday, Friday, and Saturday cards. And, uh, Jim, let's jump into this with the late pick four. Uh, we've got uh, a couple of nice allowance races in the middle of this, but we'll start it out with a maiden test for three-year-olds and up on the turf at a mile and a 16th. And where did you land in race five? I think it's a nice maiden race, too. I I, I couldn't make uh, – I couldn't eliminate a whole lot of horses in here, but so I'm going to go deep. We'll get the pick four. I like rare stripes. Uh, the nine horse for Jack Sisterson. Uh, this horse has been extremely consistent um, uh, and has, has turned out better on turf than on dirt, obviously. And the last two races at Ellis Park had the lead top of the stretch and just got beat by the horse that you liked the other day in, in one of our races, Ginsburg. Um, and then came back um, at Belmont, uh, was really out of the race and, and just kind of ran okay. Uh, did not show his speed there and i think the speed is important in this race i, I can't see another horse that's going to need to that's going to get the lead here unless one of those firsters just really quick so rare stripe is my top pick here um gonna also use brian lynch's first time starter road abroad uh 14 first time starters gonna use american diamond for mike maker and gaffleone can't leave gaffleone out of anything and flying flying fred the firster for maker makers 11 percent firsters and that talamo takes this one might get overlooked in the wager. Um, going to go a little bit deeper. We'll get to pick four, but Rare Stripe is my pick in the uh, maiden special weight. I'm going to take American Diamond in here, um, mainly on the angle that this horse was third to Santine up at Indiana Grand last month, and that horse came back to run really well last Saturday here at Keeneland. So on that angle, I, I like American Diamond. Third start for the Maker Barn. You get Gaffleone. He is running away with the jockey race here at the fall meet. So I like American Diamond a good bit in there. Uh, Brown delivers down on the inside uh, on the angle that uh, Rudolph Brisset is 19% with newcomers to his barn. Uh, and uh, I, I kind of thought th- those were the two I would take a stand with when we get to the pick four because I uh, want to go deeper in some other races. Cool Rags uh, has you know, a, a decent uh, record of some consistency but is 0 for 13 winning. And then... Uh, the three-horse for Maker, a first-time starter, flying uh, Fred. I thought just on the angle, if I take one Maker, I better not let the other one beat me. So I'm going to could uh, consider that one as well. But uh, American Diamond, I like a good bit in there. Sixth race is a allowance, non-winners of two lifetime. And they go well, six furlongs, three-year-olds and up. I went to Spiteful Sam here down along the uh, inside. Last time out at Churchill was third, and that was with a, a wide trip when you wanted to be down on the inside at Churchill. Uh, with these connections, I think you get a decent price. Uh, the trainer's first starter here at the meet. Uh, Morales has only had, I think, six uh, rides at the meet. And if you look at the previous race, if you forgive the last trip for being a little wide, it was an 85 uh, buyer breaking the maiden up at uh, over at Ellis Park and one going away. So spiteful Sam for me. Uh, name rejected. Uh, Gaffleone's going to draw a lot of money there. I think that one's uh, got to take. You got to take a look at it. But um, I think Spiteful Sam can can uh, get the jump with the inside post. And then Grandeur, the five for Graham Motion, uh, was six against a, a tougher group. That was a really uh, loaded race last time that uh, he ran in. 
And then uh, if you wanted to go deeper, maybe uh, ready to answer, cutting back, and Rusty Arnold has good numbers off the layoff. But spiteful Sam for me in race six. How about you? I was Grandeur, I, and the reason that you stated that last race was uh, with Olympiad and Milliken, who were really highly touted. And this horse goes off at 49 to 1 because uh, they knew it was a great race and didn't uh, disgrace himself. Got, you know, ran six, got beat 11 and a quarter. Uh, but goes back to uh, this, this race is a little easier than that one was, quite a bit easier, as a matter of fact. Uh, but I'm going to. I'm not going to buy the race because I don't think that the that the one, the three, or the four can win. But I'm going to use all four of the logical horses. Spiteful Sam is logical. Ready to answer is logical. And name rejected for Devito and Gaffleone on the outside. And uh, so I'm going to go four deep here. Very slight edge to Grandeur because of the, last, of the quality of the last race. The allowance feature is for non-winners of two lifetime. Phillies and mares three and up on the turf at a mile and a sixteenth. Uh, you got a Brad Cox runner down along the inside. Probably going to be the favorite in there. How do you see it? I singled the Brad Cox runner here. I'm not. Uh, I couldn't find a single in other races, so uh, I wanted to go deep in the others. And I'm. I think the race. The horse has been off since April, which kind of raises flags. But Cox is 26 percent on that kind of layoff. He's 26 percent allowance races, and he's 26 percent overall for the year. So. I don't see any, any negative to the horse being off for this while this long period, and he's very consistent. Runs in the mid 80s, uh, has come back off layoffs before to win or to to run well, and uh, that race back on at Fairgrounds was a very impressive. Won by five and three quarters in allowance race. Caught a good track at Keeneland in April. Uh, may not have liked the going a little bit, but didn't didn't run badly, and then ran ran the same kind of race track at, at Churchill. He's going to get a good track again. It's not going to going to be firm as we're recording this it's rained uh, quite a bit on monday night um but i'm, I'm gonna take a stand here i think he's inside he's got great position jeru's riding well now um i can make a case for jezebel's kitten with sophie doyle that the rest of the horses are just kind of they seem to be a, a step below the these uh barista for lay peru and james james baker but i just felt like more than unusual has a little bit of back class and fits very well here I think that one's definitely the one to beat. I'm going to try to beat her with a little bit of a price in three Flamingos, who's 8-1. to one. I like the 87 buyer figure off a break down at Kentucky Downs, so maybe this one has improved a bit off the, the break, and if uh, she can take another step forward, could be right there. And that was against Stakes Company and had a wide trip, too. And then she's had four nice works since then, which leads me to have more confidence that uh, she can improve off that last race. And... Cherie DeVoe does a nice job uh, with uh, her limited starters, only nine of them at the meet, and already has a couple of wins and a couple of thirds, so her, her horses have run well. More than unusual, I think definitely the one to beat. I'm going to use Vividly as well out on the outside. Two best races have come off a break, and uh, that's for Brendan Walsh, who um, does uh, good work here at Keeneland. So I'm going to take those three when we get to the pick forward, try to get Three flamingos home on top at eight to one. The eighth race is a maiden claimer, one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for two-year-old fillies going six and a half. I landed on Malibu Marie. The Cox Barn drops from maiden to maiden claiming, and that's a strong angle. And this one um, comes out of a, of a decent effort at Churchill. So I think uh, Malibu Marie for me, and, th and that race at Churchill was uh, was wide also. So I've talked. Uh, frequently about 
how uh, the track was really playing to inside speed uh, during the meet. And so seen several horses come back off wide trips to run much better here at the Keeneland Fall Meet. So take a look at Malibu Marie, Triple P, second in the uh, debut at Churchill. And then uh, I like several first-time starters. Uh, Make Me Believe for Mac Robertson. How about them apples for Aspison? Uh, Santana has been ice cold. Aspison's been cold at the meet, but you know you give them a good two-year-old, they know what to do with it. So I'm going to throw that one in there. Miss Remy is uh, you get Cox and Giroux there, and then uh, out on the outside, Pappy says yes. Catalano can win with a firster. So I'm going to go deep in the last leg, and that's why I had to go a little more narrow in other spots when we get to the pick four. How do you see race eight? Yeah, I liked a lot of the same horses that you do. Uh, my pick is Miracle Mischief on the outside to Lake Peru. Uh, Rusty's won three already at this rate. This horse seem to be firing well. Um, uh, tried this horse on a turf at Saratoga. Um, got some action at the windows. Went off at 11 to 1 and just kind of ran in the middle of the pack. Got, got beat eight and three quarters. That race did have a couple next time winners come out. And uh, takes it back to the dirt here. Uh, goes from maiden special to maiden claiming. Rusty is 20% on maiden second starts. And 21% on maiden special weights, maiden claiming. And, and, you know, you talk about maiden claiming, it's $150,000. It's not like these horses are going to all be claimed by somebody just walking <laughs> through the bar. Not a big uh, drop from straight maiden. Uh, yeah, not a big drop. I mean, it, uh, these horses are, are certainly maiden special weight quality, and they, they took a chance here uh, that somebody will pass them at $150,000. So they all want to keep these horses, I, I think. Um Make me believe the first year from Robertson that you mentioned and Miss Remia on the inside for Brad Cox. I like first time starters in made claiming, but again, this one's more like a made special weight. So I think the Asbusen runs okay. I can't believe Santana going into this day is 0 for 64 for this meet. Just amazing to me. He's had like four uh, winners in Kentucky since early July. I think I saw a tweet, I think it was maybe from Ed DeRosa uh, yesterday. Yeah, and I talked to somebody. I I didn't realize this, but uh, apparently his wife is pregnant with twins. Uh, so I'd say his uh, focus, rightfully so, might be uh, a little bit elsewhere. He's just going through a really bad time right now. You never uh, know what's going on in somebody's he, life. You don't, and he's a great jockey. I mean, oh, there's absolutely. no way that, that I would ever say anything bad about Ricardo Santana. He's an absolutely outstanding jockey. He'll get hot again. Be. He will, and and I like I'd like to be on that train when he does. So. Uh, hopefully, uh, Santana gets a couple wins before we get through the Keeneland meet. It goes in Churchill on a, on a high. Yeah, um, so, I don't, I don't so, know him, but I'm kind of rooting for him to do that. I am too. I, I, I hate it when somebody have, goes through a something sump like that, and uh, it's certainly he's a, he's a class individual from all indications. So, Miracle Mischief is my pick here, but I'm going to go deep when we get to pick four. This one's wide open to me. Well, we are at the pick four, so what's your ticket look like? All right, so I singled the third leg, so I'm going deep in the others. Uh, first leg is one, two, three, nine, eleven. Going five deep, rare stripe is my top pick there. Then second leg, I go two, five, six, and seven. And uh, probably Grandeur is my top pick there, just because of the price and coming out of the tough race. Singling the Cox more than unusual in the allowance race, the one horse. And then going seven deep in the last. I could I could make a case for going all. I cut it back to a seventy dollar ticket going it cost me ten dollars a horse. So one, two, six, seven, eight, nine, eleven was my top pick being Miracle Mischief on the outside for Lake Peru and Rusty Arnold. So one, two, three, nine, eleven with two, five, six, seven with one, with one, two, six, 
seven eight nine eleven for seventy dollars. I'm going to go narrow to start uh, the uh, two and the one in the the first leg, then two five seven, and I uh, scratched out uh, the uh, Arnold horse ready to answer just to make the ticket a little more affordable. Uh, just to give you an idea, if this is just a, a hard sequence, I think one six twelve in the third leg for me, and then one two six seven eight twelve in the last leg gets the ticket down to fifty four dollars on the late pick four. Again, the uh, turf pick three uh, is not offered on the Wednesday card, but it'll be back for the rest of the meet when there are three or more turf races every day, and uh, should be some strong cards to close out the fall meet. And we'll be back to take a look at them on future editions of In the Money Podcast for KeenelandSelect.com. <laughs>